What up, y'all? Welcome to the Gunslinger Gaming Frosty Pints Podcast. I'm Gobi. With me tonight is my man, McMurphy and Smurg. How you guys yo, doing yo. tonight? What up? Yo, yo. Yeah. Ah, it's been a while, man. Yeah, I forgot I could even talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's still debatable, we'll find out. Hey, it's, it's all good. We're, we're going to start you off nice and easy with a you know nice soft one down the middle with uh, some Nintendo stuff. Uh, easy there. <laughs> Super yeah, Nintendo World. Out yet. <laughs> Super Nintendo World. Uh, Miyamoto leads fans through it. This, if you are a Nintendo fan... Which, we don't have any of those here, right? I got yeah. two of them in the <laughs> other room. Playing on it right now. Yeah, I'm raising one right now. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, this is... This looks like it'd be pretty cool. Gotta Plus, start somewhere. Uh, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> this is the man, and he's showing fans around. Plus, this place looks really cool. Like... I want to yeah, go... Yeah, I... Yeah, um, my hope is this will, I mean, it'll take off in Japan, and my hope is the next stop will be in um, uh, Universal Studios over here in Stateside. And I've already shown uh, my son, Jack, and of course he's pumped for it, and he, I use him as a avatar <laughs> to get all Nintendo stuff, because, you know, that's the point of it all, right? All right. But let's face it, Tozer sees right through that. Oh, she absolutely <laughs> does, and she hates me for it. She cannot stand a single sound effect for Mario. <laughs> of all the Mario Kart playing I've done throughout our relationship, now I've got Jack playing, and, and he'll play so much Mario with me. So it's great, and we'll definitely go to there once we can. Headsets are a wonderful thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh... It's actually uh, pretty neat. I'd kind of go on a random tangent here, but uh, so kind of cool. We're all three gaming dads, and we kind of all three have that little man that we uh, is our little gaming buddy. Uh, Loki's mine, you know, Jack's yours, Smurg has his. Yeah. I, I do, you know, I loved gaming before, but I think as dads, we can all admit playing with your son beats it all. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Plus, yeah, you can yeah, beat him yeah, down. Definitely. so much easier. <laughs> uh, he, he has no clue I'm terrible at games. <laughs> He's at that perfect age where he thinks I'm amazing. And I'm just like, that's that's cool. We're going to ride this one out. Right. So. Take it to <laughs> We're, we're yeah. just, we're just going to ride this wave until it, it crashes in the beach. And then I'm just going to sit there and watch him go. <laughs> Kiss. Yeah. And he'll come through the door one day with his backpack on. He goes, you know what? Talk to kids. You suck. You really, really <laughs> suck at that game. So, like, that's fine. Yeah, let's let's hope we don't go that far. Just, hey, you know, I'm dad. Do you need some <laughs> help with that? <laughs> uh, no, I, you know, I, I love playing uh, with Little Man. He actually, uh, Fallout and uh, his new one right now is Ghost Recon because, uh, they have a new crossover event coming on the 21st, and he's super excited to play that. Um, so, hey, I mean, rock on. Uh, I still... Well, I'm ready. 
that money still keeps me in uh, Fortnite, even though you guys have uh, thrown it to the curb, cussed it, and called it very bad names. We rock out in Fortnite. That's all I'm saying. Uh, save the world. Uh, is... I think you might see that come back <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it it's probably going to. Uh, um, so the other one is okay. I know. I don't even play Nintendo, and I'm looking forward to this game. Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I love how they leaked the release date as in 2021. Mm -hmm. Good job yeah. there, guys. <laughs> well, uh, we'll see. I mean, <laughs> Nintendo's great at kicking down uh, Zelda mm -hmm. release dates, too, the following year, so... Uh, if it makes 2021, hey, that, that'll be great, but I'm not banking on, on it. Um, uh, I'm more intrigued by the little Metroid there in the bottom left-hand corner of the tweet. It says, uh, happy 2021, and then there's Metroid right there. Mm. But yeah, I just want to know what the heck Link's going to do. I mean, he's killed everybody. <laughs> Is he going to swoop feet and take her up to the castle? Like, come on. Are they going to uh, get attacked? Is Hyrule going to suddenly turn crack in half and something's going to come out of the earth? What's the story? He's got to ride his motorcycle around. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that footage, the stuff they show, I mean, it looks dark. It looks like mm -hmm. it's taking a kind of a dark angle at it, everything. There's a lot of underground stuff, yeah. Yeah. Blowing hands. So. He's got a new well, haircut. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> That's, that's worth the other $60. He is sporting a mullet and a ponytail. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, Madden just changes a little, a few things every year, and people buy it, so they'll be. Uh, yeah. you, know, you know what? I'm going to take it back. I think Breath of the Wild will come out, actually, in 2021, because I forgot it's the 35th anniversary of Legend of Zelda, and Metroid's the 25th, so there's some speculation that they'll try to do something for Metroid, but... Ooh, we'll see. I see. Uh, I miss Metroid. Um, they always kick my ass, but let's face it, the sticky ball was cool. <laughs> oh yeah, that's one of those games I admire, but I never got through it. Oh. <laughs> I remember beating my what? head against a wall for days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just gotta realize, Breath of the Wild one was really the the kickstart for the Switch. And, I mean, that's what enabled the Switch to be so popular in that whole bundle initial release. So, it's really been three years now. And so, the fact that they're just going to come along with the second Breath of the Wild, I think, is is apropos in, in keeping that generation or keeping that uh, game... Um, alive. Console. Like console, but just that, that format or that media system alive. And so, you know, if they're going to keep people in that type of play style using that handheld slash potential console-ish estimate, they're going to have to come up with a great game as an adventure that's going to keep people on the box for, you know, hours in a day. No. My <laughs> game could definitely do that. I mean, that was a great feeling. Uh, I went to the midnight launch of the Switch uh, locally when it came out at the uh, GameStop that is now no longer there. <laughs> but... Uh, it had come home with that and uh, Pro Controller and um, Breath of the Wild was, was like, wow, this is a great launch. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it was a beautiful game. 
Oh yeah, it's it's amazing. In fact, I have not. I really need to go back to it. Um, I have that terrible habit. If the game's too expansive, gives me too many options, <laughs> I fall off of it. Just after a while, I get really intimidated. It's like I I just I oh. easily dump so much time. Cyberpunk. So. Like okay, as much hate yeah. as the thing gets, like in PC, it runs great on my PC. Um, it ran yeah. great on Smurgs. It did not run so well on his laptop. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> and the, and the worst part about it is it's not cross save or it's not you know it saves on the local system. So anything I did while traveling, when I came back to actually play it on the desktop, it, you know I'd have to transfer files. So I didn't want to uh, do that. Yeah. Uh, the GOG so, version been, of the game has cloud saves, which I have, um, so I can uh, play okay. on either uh, one and cloud save it. Uh, and you on the Stradia would actually be playing, I believe, the GOG version of the game. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, uh, and I played that on my laptop using uh, Stadia, and um, right now I have uh, a premium I got for free because which was a huge was like decision. I was like, am I going to finally buy something on that platform? And I did. I bought Cyberpunk because it gave me a free, you know, premium package with the controller and the Google. Oh, nice. Was it Google Nest thing? Yeah. So I have that upstairs in the bedroom. Um, played on there. No, it's been working great. I mean, I like the game. No, uh, I do. I, I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's fun. <laughs> But let's touch on the other part of that. Uh, now, I know some of the... It was kind of brought up in the, the saloon a little bit before Christmas and stuff. Um, but you mentioned you got the bundle for it. How are you enjoying or how are you liking the the Stradia and your thoughts on it? Pros and cons. Uh, the pros for me as somebody that sees... PC quality and sees uh, you know some releases that are only on PC. I like the idea that somebody like Google, who, who can the latency's really great, the, the the cloud gaming through them is really great. Um, those are huge pluses for me that I can you know if I wanted to uh, play on my cell phone, I could do that you know, and it, I pick up exactly where I left off. You know it's. Click, it was literally click and play. Um, it's PC gaming for really, really dumb people like me. So um, I, I, I really, really like that. I because I did not want to deal with something like as big as Cyberpunk on my PS4. So I did that <laughs> now. A con, con, and this maybe people don't care, but I do like having some kind of copy local copy of a game that cannot be taken away and of course Stadia is the extreme opposite not only is it digital only but once it's gone from their server it's gone there's no local um, yep. download I can even have so that's a huge con um, but and, um, and <clears throat> I, I'm right now I'm not oh go ahead sorry obviously uh, one con I want to touch on that you doesn't affect you actually uh, is internet speed if you don't have the internet speed, this isn't going to work for you. So like me, as much as I would love to try this at 10 megabyte DSL, I can't even pull 720p. <laughs> pull so. the string tighter. 
The higher the string, the faster the internet. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Talking to the can. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I we already kind of uh, addressed that in the fact that we went, we cut our cable, but of course that means you have to have better internet if all your TV and everything is coming through internet apps. So um, that has already been addressed on our end. But yeah, that that's another huge con is if you don't have the internet speed, then you know you're going to play a very choppy game. <laughs> no. That's the one thing Europe's got fantastic. I mean, you know, to the house I've got a hundred gigabit uh, network. So, and that's for I think I pay thirty five dollars a month for. So it's 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 just the way they go. And that's why you see all the Europeans right now in some of the games we're playing, like Destiny and whatnot. And we're all playing on the U.S. side because uh, there is no latency across the pond uh, like it used to be. Oh, wow. That's nice. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're coming closer together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so <laughs> moving on. And uh, let's go to the opposite end of the spectrum when, you know, we didn't all get along. Um, Fallout, New Vegas. Now, this is... <laughs> Yeah, I, I know. This is so ominous. Uh, actually, this, so this mod's been in the development for about seven years. It's called the Frontier. It's massive. It adds 163 weapons, three quests, and some new game mechanics. It's a revamp, and if you watch the trailer for it, like, it made me want to go back and play Fallout New Vegas with this mod installed. Like, it's... Yeah. I just don't understand it. I mean, I do get that there's not people don't want to play online and they want to have a little bit of control and a little bit of uniqueness to the Fallout system. But when they created Fallout Online, why aren't they focusing on that genre instead going back to the Oh, the these are fans. Not oh, I know. I, I understand that the, the Fallout genre from Fallout 1 all the way through 4 and then online and the new Vegas systems and all the other spinoffs that have been out there from third person looking down to first person <laughs> perspective. Uh, it, you know, the end of days holocaustic uh, genre mastered by, by Fallout. But uh, why step back on a platform? You know, why not empower the current one you've got? I think this goes back to... Uh, if I remember right, there's two separate studios that made Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas. And if I yeah. I remember right, Obsidian Entertainment or something wrote New Vegas. So this this game has like this huge cult following um, where the other ones have kind of, you know, the same company made Fallout 3. They moved on to Fallout 4 and stuff and now, you know, Fallout 76. But no, the the company that made New Vegas hasn't made another Fallout game since well, New Vegas. Yeah, but so yeah, Obsidian <laughs> Entertainment, yeah, developed Fallout New yeah. Vegas, but it was still published by Bethesda. Yeah, so that's why you know. I th I think this is just you know like that cult classic thing, and uh, so they take and they add a bunch of modernized weapons and stuff to the game, which is kind of cool. So it's more of stuff you would see. At, I don't even want to call it Call of Duty, but more of that kind of style of guns. And then, you know, I believe there's uh, drivable vehicles in it as well. Uh, right. So they went, 
they just basically took the game and used it as a base and said, we're going to do this because <laughs> we can. <laughs> well, uh, no, I can get that. And if, and if you've been working on it or if you got an advance from whoever was sponsoring you, then, then you have to have a deliverable. I mean, but if you look at it from a marketing, from a, from a business perspective, that genre no longer has you know, a viable razor blade solution. And when I say razor blade solution, you know, the guy that invented the uh, straight razor uh, realized you make a lot more money by selling razor blades and uh, give away the free razor and just charge you on the blades. So, you know, those monthly <laughs> fees that you can get from everybody at a smaller amount add up over time. Blizzard, the king of that. Uh, so no. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do we want to talk about that oh or, or do we just want to go so i mean you look at fallout new vegas totally take in and I, I'm, I'm i'm pulling this off the interweb yeah they they sold 11.6 million copies they grossed about 300 million dollars you look at a subscription base oh. and you're pulling 300 million dollars you know uh, all oh, fallout 36 has pulled that in this last six months yeah, yeah so it's not about the money <laughs> it's about like you said, the fan base and and providing a deliverable to, to something that was promised. So, hmm, I, you know, I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> materialistic guy, I mean, like, really? Why? But <laughs> I, I get it. I, I appreciate them, you know, coming and delivering the final product. Yeah, it's one of those things. It'll be a nice playthrough for me, and I won't ever go back. <clears throat> yeah, and was, I mean, it's the same thing we were talking about with Breath of the Wild. You, know, you play through, and once you, once you finish it, and, and you kill Ganon, uh, and the big Ganon, uh, it's like, do you play it again? Do you go back and look for those small hidden Easter eggs? Only if you're really bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or you're stuck in a, you know... Or you're a completionist. You can't get internet, and, yeah. And there's that. I mean, there is those guys yeah. that, that have to touch every <laughs> rock and see which one was the secret easter egg and go back and put a video about well if you touch 47,000 rocks the 47,000th and first one will give you an easter egg uh, it's or just a golden turd which a lot of fallout fans are about because it's all that pop culture and the little side things and the pit boy this and the you know uh, I do did <laughs> I, I'll never forget that uh, Fallout 3 has a achievement for throwing rocks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you throw well, 50 again. rocks to distract guards, and it's an achievement. It's <laughs> yeah, not to bring Blizzard into that, but that was the best, that was the brightest, greatest thing ever created in an online game, was creating an achievement-based system where you have to go out. It doesn't give you any tactical advantage, but it gives you a little ping. You got the achievement. Uh, gotta love it. Uh, all right, so we got one more industry thing to talk about. Uh, this one kind of slipped in. Nobody really noticed it, um, and most people probably don't even understand. Uh, so Bob, Epic acquired Rad Game Tools, which that probably means blah, blah, blah to most people. Uh, they're the company that owns uh, Bink and Oodle and Telemetry which are used in a whole lot more games than just Unreal Engine games. Like, you these are... Granny and Miles. <laughs> uh, so yeah, now they're, these guys are all in the Epic umbrella, um, so it'll be interesting to see how much that uh, improves the Unreal Engine uh, going forward and how much it affects other engines as well, which I don't think they will. 
they've been pretty good up in this point um, in sharing their anything they buy. They keep it for everybody to use. They just make sure the Unreal Engine is better optimized. Can't blame them. But um, uh, yeah. So Epic is just <laughs> off the charts. Did they just buy a, a mall that they're converting into their headquarters in North Carolina? Uh, yes, I believe yes, they did. Yeah. Uh, Tozer, who um, my wife and you know she's one of the, yeah, I guess founding GS members as well. Um, she, uh, we know several people that have been recruited from, from their, you know, like ILM and stuff like that, and and moved them all to North Carolina. They're, I mean, they're t taking people left and right in the industry, movie industry, game industry. They're just, they want to be a just a giant. I think so, they good for they, them. They got a plan. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, what that plan like is, it. I don't have a clue, but they got one. So, that's something. <laughs> uh, speaking of plans, we got uh, interesting plans, right? Nope, nope, we don't. But we do have the gaming awards <laughs> to talk about. So, Murphy, why don't you uh, take this one away? Since this is first year we've been doing it this way so why don't you uh talk about it and explain away oh yeah uh i would say for the last decade i think last year we missed one right but uh um, no <laughs> we uh no we uh we did it it I was later it. in the year yeah we oh, uh okay okay it was uh yeah it was not fun but yeah anyway moving on <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it ends up being a lot of work behind the scenes. But, uh, yeah, so we're doing uh, the the annual Gunsingler Gaming Game Awards. It's kind of the idea. You've seen them all over the place. IGN does one. You know, there's the official Video Game Awards that uh, was done in December. But, uh, of course, our niche is, you know, from our group, Gunsinger Gaming, uh, our members make the votes, make the nominations, and then we decide in our community what's the best. Well, just one second. I'm going to talk among yourselves for a second. No worries. Oh, <coughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so obviously this is, uh, we're going to talk about them, and then we'll have a podcast later where we oh, announce no, no, all no, the no, winners and stuff yeah. and all that fun what? stuff. We're not going to so. do it tonight? No, we're going to, oh, we, we're we talking about nominees. <laughs> we can play the amazing Karnak version and the yeah. arch nude. Uh, so, okay, just let me know if I uh, start to scramble, sound like a robot. I just had to switch rooms here. You're good, but, man. Uh, okay, so yeah, the idea is uh, usually every year we, you know, we vote, and it's a pretty straightforward way. We've done it a few different ways, but it amounts to the same, where there'll be a poll people vote for what they've nominated for, and then we do a whole write-up, whether it's written or a podcast episode or both. Um, and then, you know, we just make an event of it. It's, it's a tradition. Well, this year we're doing more uh, more of an interactive way since uh, uh, keep people interested. Uh, and that's a bracket system. So we have less categories, but uh, we have rounds, you know, kind of elimination bracket system where you're going to vote 
tear them off, vote, and then move forward. I think everyone knows bracket system, right? So yeah. <laughs> any sports fan. No. So. What? Fantasy football? Right. What? <laughs> Mark I Madness? I created this new thing I'm calling the bracket <laughs> system. Right. <laughs> I've trademarked, trademarked it and everything. But All no, right. so it's going on right now. Uh, we just started, in fact, right before the podcast, we put up our um, round one bracket for uh, best uh, multiplayer game of 2020. So, you know, if Ooh. you're a registered member... What I want to know is how you came down with just those two choices. Oh, there was a, a nomination thing that a bunch of us yeah. missed. I oh, I swear yeah. I didn't I swear I didn't miss that post and try and do it the next morning on a Saturday. I I didn't do that. I yeah. swear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happens a lot. I, I every year you're bound to be going. Who picked these? It's like, well, you didn't because you didn't respond. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it's on. It, it's on our forum. You just you just click the discussion thing. It's a global announcement. Uh, and you have until tomorrow to cast a vote for round one on best ongoing game, which we have the most submissions for. A lot of people had opinions about that one. Plus, it's a little easier. It doesn't have to be in 2020. You know, the game didn't have to be published. Then. So, ooh, yeah, that makes um, sense. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, um, what yeah. are the choices this this week? Uh, this week, uh, okay, so the one that just got put up for best multiplayer, uh, you're, you have three different brackets, so I think the first one, you, you're picking which one was better, was it uh, Animal Crossing New Horizon versus Star Wars Scott Squadron, they're essentially the same game, so that's going to be hard. Um, and then, uh, what's the second bracket? Uh, Super Mario Brothers 35 versus Among Us? Yeah. And then <laughs> the third bracket was Call of Duty Warzone versus Valorant. So, uh, you vote for them. Uh, uh, that closes this coming Saturday by midnight. And then um, what will come up is those winners will go on to the next round until we get... So there's going to be a total of three rounds for that category. And the online one, we had more, I'm mean, sorry, ongoing one. Um, I can't name them all off the top of my head, but, uh, you know, there's uh, nominations, of course. Destiny 2 is no surprise to me. Um, yeah. The Division yeah, 2 made it? it? Division 2 made it at the last minute. I think that was one of the last things someone <laughs> nominated, Division <laughs> 2. Oh, no, 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 Division 2. Oh, it, it got nominated, but it's behind in the voting. Super Mario yeah. Kart beating them out. That's right. So, Mario uh-huh. Kart 8, it just a couple of years ago, won Game of the Year, completely upset. No one thought that was going to happen, especially in a community where, I don't know, I mean, uh, we got a lot of growth through Nintendo, but we've definitely moved on to PC and other consoles and other but stuff all, like that. All I'm saying here is if Fortnite beats Warframe in that bracket three round one competition, you need to change the Warframe channel Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that'd get Gopi. Uh, well, yeah. We'll Maybe Fortnite get to tap one too. <laughs> uh, oh, 43. You're welcome. Yeah. 
Ooh, oh, so, yeah. Uh, you you didn't you missed No Man's Sky though. I didn't. You remember? Oh, no, it's at the top. We weren't, we weren't talking about them all. We we're just talking about little <laughs> pop. Oh, yeah. yeah, No Man's Sky's yeah. trumpsy of these so far. Well, I mean, let's face it. No Man's Sky should trump. It's a great game. I do. Yeah. Seriously, I don't know where the fuck that game come from, but it's a it's, good game. It wouldn't go great. It's a good oh, game. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's it's space Minecraft. Come on. Uh, so I decided to beat my head against the wall and play the survival mode. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. So they limit your stacks at two hundred and fifty. Now, in normal mode, I think a stack is like a thousand or something. So you know. Cut it. They quarterized you there. Um, yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> the game was way harder. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like it's like, oh, yep. So I'm not looking forward to permadeath, but um, yes, I'm one of those idiot uh, completionists. I'm going for 100 percent. And in order to do that, I have to get to the center of the universe in permadeath mode and survival. And I'm not looking forward to either one of those, but I'm gonna do it. Let's put friendly fire on. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, between you and Sophie is what convinced me to get it. I have it on the PS4. I, I need to sink more time into it, but it, it's a cool game. I mean, it, I'm glad that it bounced back and became something that gets a lot of discussion. You know, so you just—it's one of those games. Like I didn't—I didn't get into it right away. Like it took a while, and then like. Uh, basically what happened is I found the community planet and I hadn't happened to land there and I was like oh my god this place is awesome and Nighthawk had just picked it up and having a couple of people to play with uh, really helped out a lot. I'm cool with that planet except for the purple bubbles. The purple bubbles <laughs> get me. <laughs> yeah the purple bubbles are uh, <laughs> but I can't I haven't found another paradise planet without purple bubbles that is decent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're just yeah. <laughs> uh so is there any other GS business that you want to talk about um like form wise or anything? Uh yeah, I, I, well just real quick is you're going if um if you're really gone you haven't been to the site for a while uh back at the end of uh 2018 we did um scrap the old site and um kind of start fresh. So uh, that's going to look very different from the last time visited. And then in 2021, we've decided to uh, bow to the uh, to the internet changes of the world and how forums are kind of not as big as they used to be. So we're we've condensed it, and we're doing it more like a message board. So um, you don't have to go seek out a lot of different discussions about, let's say, Call of Duty. You're going to have a main thread. If you want to make your own, that's fine. But uh, we just want to make it easier to let uh, people um, get to where they need to go and make comments if they want to make comments. But otherwise, make, using it more as a hub to all the interactive things like, you know, uh, this your podcast and uh, uh, you know our Discord and our communication tools and things like that. Just to, because. Uh, you know, it, it's clear people like to get in-game right away. There's less of a concern about doing all the communications through a, a place you have to post, um, since a lot of people are using devices without a keyboard. So, 
to peck away at a whole message and use, you know, use BBC code and stuff like that um, uh, is kind of not what's really relevant. So uh, I would say that would be the biggest thing. And um, I know Gobby and um, everyone, you know, we've been kind of shooting around ideas of the things to do. And so I would just keep looking out because we're always we're always brewing something <laughs> you always got to have a plan <clears throat> whether whether you yeah. complete that plan or not you always got to have a plan <laughs> right right exactly <laughs> and more often than not things get, come out of the oven half baked so hey man i mean the nature of it you got a plan and part of that plan is you just got to assume that everything is going to go to shit yeah, the former exactly. Secretary of Defense, uh, General Mattis said, always have a knife because you have to be able to come into a room and look, kill everybody in the room. Or they might have cheesecake. Yeah. And up in a room with Golden Girls. You never know. Hey, man, you can't not have cheesecake and not have a knife. Like, that's, that is a I'll criminal offense. Like, ah, oh, gotta have that. I'm sorry. Got I love it. cheesecake. I mean, that's like, I hate sweets. Or I don't like cookies. But I can't. Right, but cheesecake. Mmm, delicious. Yeah, anyway. So, uh, we're going to get out of here. But before we do, uh, what are you going to go play, Murph? Um, well, my son's home, so I'm going to ask him what we're going to play. Maybe Super Mario Maker 2. Ooh, now that could be interesting and hair-pulling all at the same time. He, he loves making the stages, so we play through them. Oh, so he makes them and then you pull your hair out trying to beat them. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, it's a good time. It, it actually is a fun I, Yeah, I love that game. I don't have a Nintendo, but it's like watching it and seeing some of the levels. They're they're pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh... um. But yeah, uh, thanks uh, thanks for having me, and uh, this was fun. Like I said, I haven't been able to do this for a while, so appreciate it. Oh, we'll get you back in here because in a few weeks we're gonna have to have a podcast where we announce all the winners. Now, <clears throat> anybody <laughs> listening. <laughs> You, you're going to be informed right now that you're welcome to join. Um, if there's more people than normal, we'll figure out a way to cycle people in and out. So if you guys want to join in on the announcement podcast, let us know. All right? Um, yeah, that's all I got. So uh, thank you guys for joining. Thank you all for listening. And we'll catch you next time. Peace. Bye.